Hello, and welcome to another episode of this lovely podcast that I like to call Camperosity. I am your host, Bree, coming at you from my usual spot. Okay, so based on the title, you can probably guess what I'll be discussing today. Firstly, I want to add a little disclaimer. I am not a scientist. I am an artist. Do not take my opinions and assumptions as factual. Also, you may not even like this topic. So, if you're not into conspiracy theories, spirituality, or just free thinking in general, this is not the episode for you. That being said, I have done extensive research on this particular topic and have come to my own conclusion accordingly. So with all of that in mind, what shape is Earth? Before I get into the episode, I'd like to throw out a couple of terms that are going to be used. A flat earther is someone who believes in the archaic idea that the earth is not a sphere, but in fact flat. A donut earther, which is weird, I know, but they exist. There are people who believe that the earth has like a vortex at the poles and that the earth is essentially a donut shape. And a round earther is everybody else, all the normal people who believe that the earth is a sphere. And according to Google, if you Google what shape is earth, Google will tell you the earth is roughly a sphere. It is an ellipsoid, an irregular ellipsoid. We were taught that the Earth is comprised of three layers and that overall, it is a spherical shape. This has been ingrained in us from a young age. But is it the truth? It was only recently that NASA released a true image of our Earth via satellite. But before that image, every past depiction of the Earth looked flat. Even the Bible mentions that God built the firmament, which is neither a sphere nor a ball. Humans are now beginning to question everything that we thought we knew, including what shape the earth is, or any heavenly body for that matter. How do we know that astronauts actually landed on the moon? How did they live stream that event? before live streaming was even a thing. Could this be another case of movie magic? Is Antarctica way larger than it appears on our map? Why does the United Nations flag use the same flat earth diagram that scientists have constantly dismissed? In this episode, I'm going to break down the different Earth assumptions, shape of Earth assumptions, rather. And I've invited my sister, Kaya, as my co-host. So fasten your seatbelts, because it's going to get deep. I want to start with the classic idea of what we know Earth as. The blue planet. The only planet, as far as we know, that has intelligent life. How do we know that there are three layers? Who dug that deep into the Earth? Where is the center of the Earth? We supposedly live on the crust, which is the surface, and then there's the mantle and the core. But how deep is that? As I record this episode, a jungle has been discovered in a sinkhole in China. 
How? If the mantle and outer core are just beneath the Earth's surface. How does this forest, this vast jungle exist? Additionally, Genesis states, And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were beneath from the waters above the firmament. Already, we can infer that the Earth is essentially a giant air bubble in space, sandwiched between these two bodies of water, above and beneath. The sun and moon were created after. And God said, let the waters under heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. Hmm. Under heaven. Land, our surface, our ground level, is underneath the waters of heaven. Follow me. I hope y'all are following so far. Oh, and we can't forget the all-encompassing and let there be light. All right. Whether you're religious or not, you can't disagree that this theory doesn't make sense. Remember when I mentioned that Earth was the blue planet? That's because of all of the water that we have, right? What if our sky is a reflection of water, but not the ocean? It's not reflecting the ocean, it's reflecting the waters of heaven. I know I just lost a lot of people there, but please hold on, stay with me. I'm going to try to explain this. What if our planet is shielded by a force field of frozen water. It could explain why outer space is so cold. But that's not all. Listen to this. That we've all seen. They took cores of it out of boreholes in the ground. Just like normal ice, it was mostly clear and sometimes white. And it would melt into liquid water if it got warm. The whole area of Antarctica is covered in this kind of ice. But that wasn't their main kind of ice. The only time I ever saw them actually studying normal ice was when a film crew from National Geographic came by. The rest of the time, <laughs> which was most of the time, the scientists were studying something they called sky ice. This stuff was totally different. We were never allowed to go into the laboratory areas of the station because the labs had to be kept super clean and they said it would mess up their work if they risked letting too many people in the lab. But one time, one of the researchers that I was friends with showed me a piece of sky ice. You couldn't touch the stuff with your bare hands because it was so cold and it wasn't clear or white like normal ice. It was solid blue, he said. That's why they call it sky ice because it was the exact same color as the sky. We had to wear a thick, heavy going outside gloves to handle it. The stuff was so cold, it would instantly freeze your skin if you touched it. I don't remember what the temperature he said it was, but it was something like hundreds of degrees below zero, way colder than the normal ice that was outside. He had to carry it in a metal bottle that was kind of like a thermos. He let me play with the piece of it for a while it felt lighter than a piece of normal ice of the same size, like it wasn't very heavy at all. It almost felt like you could throw it up in the air and it would just float back down. But I didn't try that. And it was also a little flexible when I tried to bend it. It didn't break like normal ice would. And even for a small piece, you could see through it. It was solid blue right from the surface. And here's the really weird part. It didn't melt into water. When it got warm, because we had it inside, it just started to shrink. It got smaller and smaller, but my glove never got wet. And there was no water on the floor. The stuff just turned into thin air when it got warm and vaporized. He said that was the reason why they had to study the stuff right there in Antarctica. You couldn't take the sky ice back to America to study it because it was almost impossible to keep it cold enough during transit. And then they shared a verse right here where it says, And above the firmament that was over their heads, 
was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above. Sky ice is found only in Antarctica, as far as we know. It is the same color of the sky. It doesn't melt. And it's so cold that it would burn your hands if you touched it. What if that is surrounding the Earth? Why do all of the major nations want access to Antarctica? If it's a desolate, frozen tundra, why do scientists continue to study what's out there? Do you remember the old maps? Like the elementary school world maps? It had the seven continents, because God likes the number seven. But anyway, and what was at the top and bottom? The poles, right? North and south, which are covered in ice. But what if it isn't a pole? What if it's all Antarctica and it just wraps back around? Who's to say it isn't? How will we know anything different? What if the new heaven of Christianity lies beneath the ice? Hey guys, it's Kaya. So what shape do you think the earth is? Like, we're just going off of what we were taught in second grade. Yep. That the earth is a sphere. Yep. Mm, in no, space. Not a circle. <laughs> I'm very strong on the globe theory. A little thing. A little thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a spinning top. What if it's spinning so fast, why don't we feel it? Because it's And how do we know? How do we know how fast because the world the, is spinning? Oh. What's we this? don't know how fast. I mean, scientists know how fast. How? How they measure that? I don't know. They just be throwing numbers out there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we just believe it because who gonna check? It? Who is who's gonna check behind them? This is what I'm saying. I used to believe that the Earth is a globe because who's gonna counteract that? Who's gonna contradict that? But like, it's too simple for it to be just a globe. Like things. It being flat ain't simple. It'd be a flat makes more sense than it'd be a, a sphere and not being able to travel. Like, you can't fly certain directions. Why not? If we're a globe. <laughs> we're a globe. Why can't you fly that way? You live in LA, but to get to Japan, you gotta take a 13 hour flight around the world back to Japan. a globe it should be right there and maps they print very small I told you, we fly east I don't know why but we fly east they said planes ain't supposed to go against the rotation of the earth I guess it takes you longer to fly. Because you know, like, day and the time and stuff, you know, time zones and all that good stuff. No! <laughs> I'm still very much confused by flight patterns. They can't fly against the rotation of the Earth. How do they know which way the Earth is spinning? It don't switch? Ever? Think about a basketball. You spin it on the ground. It ain't never gonna change directions. It ain't never gonna move. It ain't never... It's just gonna... 
like a washing machine. A washing machine, stop. I would say the earth is like a snow globe. And here's why. I don't believe it's fully flat, no. I think it's flat-ish, but it's also round-ish, if that makes sense. Flat where? Maybe like in Antarctica or something? Flat as in... What makes round earth round earth? The, fl the fact that... I mean, you can fly west, but as you see when we go to Seattle, it takes longer to get there than it does to come back. So it's not impossible. It just takes longer. That's what it is? Yeah. Okay. But it also wouldn't make sense for us to go all the way around to get there instead of just going over there and taking a little bit longer. <laughs> Do you think there's an edge to the ocean? That's my thing. I think there's an edge somewhere. I don't think it just connects into another part of land somewhere. Like, I don't think everything is just a ball and it's just, I think the ocean falls off somewhere. How's it stay in the earth and recycle and constantly going through and all the time? And Cause you got rivers and streams and waterfalls and rain. <laughs> Evaporation? We need to go back to the water cycle? <laughs> no, I know how the water cycle works. Okay, let's think back to the substance. They tell the us, the, they show us, <laughs> yes, the movie. They show us the truth in media all the time. They got a dome. But that wasn't the whole earth, that was just a certain part. But it's metaphorical, oh, it ain't. Fish literal metaphorically it was just a town i mean literally it was their town but metaphorically their town could represent america you know they're every day the american family so their town is supposed to represent everybody's like small town knit communities and that kind of thing whenever you look at the show like that so it's like are we living in a dome in a big old bubble thing the government is experimenting with us daily all the governments in in the world not just america like all the world leaders are in on it and it's like nasa is a big world organization low-key and they be testing stuff i don't know do you think the government controls the weather yeah how do they do that How can you manipulate a certain portion of the atmosphere if you're not in a controlled environment? <laughs> Earth is called the blue planet and it's because we got water everywhere. The water makes the Earth look blue, right? Is it? Okay, so it is, alright. If you read in the Bible, if you read the really old version, it's like God is in the universe, he in the atmosphere, galaxy thing, just doing his thing. He over here making the earth. Bam. Holds out his hand, there's this ball of water, splits it in half. Is a bubble under the ball. So there's water on top, there's water, there's like water around. But there's a bubble over everything. Do you see where I'm going? So we're like this protected little subset of something that's in, like the water is encasing us almost, but we're inside of this bubble thing. Follow me, that's why the, the sky is blue. And <laughs> they are able to like just only work within the inside of the bubble. That's, that's why we can't never get to space. Because the water pressure for the upper water, which is the heaven water, is like, ah. Why wouldn't heaven have water? As above, so below. If we got water down here, it's probably water up there. Like a whole lot, or just like a little, little <laughs> I feel like it's like Atlantis, Loki. 
Girl, that's for another episode. Let's focus on is the earth a ball or not. <laughs> Through the history of space exploration so far, we've debated where the Earth's atmosphere ends and space begins. And your surprise for the day is that according to newly unearthed observations, our atmosphere is way bigger than we ever thought. Like, it goes past the moon. We've mostly defined space as the vast expanse of the rest of the universe that exists past the Kármán line, which exists roughly 100 kilometers above mean sea level. Now, according to the Fédération Aéronautique Internationale, the organization officially in charge of determining these kinds of rules, after the Kármán line, you are in space. The reasoning behind this is after 100 kilometers, the Earth's atmosphere becomes too thin for a conventional aeronautic vehicle like an airplane to stay in flight without reaching orbital velocity. So you have to switch to more specialized astronautic vehicles. But if you thought this was gonna be simple, it's not. Even though the FII's Kármán line designation is commonly recognized, there's actually no official international consensus over where space technically begins. Some astrophysicists say it should actually be 80 kilometers above the mean sea level because of the way the orbital momentum acts on satellite objects. NASA and the U.S. Air Force also define space as starting about 80 kilometers above the Earth's surface, and those who cross that line officially become astronauts. Okay, so the definition of space is up in the air, but what even is the atmosphere? Yes, it's the bubble of gases that shield and insulate the Earth from the aggressive radiation of the sun and the cold, dark depths of space, but like most complex things, it's got layers. The troposphere, with all our fun weather and necessary gases for breathing and surviving, the stratosphere, where commercial airlines fly when possible because there's usually less turbulence. The mesosphere, where most meteors burn up and the highest layer at which clouds can form. And then comes the thermosphere, which is where that tricky Kármán line lives. And this is where astronauts begin to experience weightlessness and is where the ISS orbits. That means that technically our most commonly defined line of where space begins is still in Earth's atmosphere. And then finally, there's the exosphere, that final layer between us and outer space made up of super spaced out hydrogen and helium atoms slowly dissipating out to nothing up to 200,000 kilometers away from Earth's surface. Or so we thought. We actually haven't previously really known where the exosphere ends and outer space begins. We just know that those extremely sparse gases gradually fade out into a vacuum. But a team of astronomers has recently dropped a total bombshell. When the cloud of gases in the exosphere reflects the sun's UV light, it creates a luminosity, a glow that we can see called the geocorona. These new observations of the geocorona indicate that the exosphere may extend up to 630,000 kilometers away from Earth, a distance that includes the moon. So technically, the moon is in the Earth's atmosphere. Discovery is remarkable in many ways, not the least of which is that technically, no one has ever left Earth's atmosphere. Are we, everybody's like a floating rock in space or whatever. Okay, think about an eclipse, right? Lunar eclipse, like the one happened in the night. It's the, yeah. The Earth has a shadow on the moon and the sun is behind the moon? because it's lunar. So the sun is behind the moon and the earth is casting the shadow on the moon too. It's like, I thought it was just the sun. Oh, what? I didn't think earth had nothing to do with it. Earth ain't got nothing to do with it? I thought it was just the sun and the moon. Anyway. <laughs> Lunar eclipse occurs when the moon moves into the earth. Oh, it is the earth. Okay. Oh! Okay. So it's the moon and then the earth and then the sun. This only occurs when the sun, earth, and moon are exactly or very closely aligned. Which can only happen on the night of the full moon. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's when, wait, that's when the, the moon is bright? Fully illuminated. Okay. We're gonna see the whole moon, but it's gonna be red because the sun gonna be behind it. The sun behind the moon? Or the 
sun. <laughs> it's gonna look reddish. Anyway, somebody captured the shadow of the Earth on the moon, and the Earth's shadow isn't a perfect curve. It's not a perfect. Sh it's like a. So I'm just like. But it was. It was like a. I don't. I think it's like a like a snow globe. Like um. Like a yeah. We got rocks at the bottom. There's like a center of the Earth and bottom and everything, core and everything. But it's not like a ball like how they teach it to us on maps and stuff that's what i think it's not backed by science in it but i have not found anything that says it's not accurate hold on buddy to earth as being a firmament. This is what a firmament looks like. at a map differently they've distorted what the land sizes and stuff actually looks like so now we have this distorted way of thinking that all the countries are smaller than what they actually are they're really big and we're really closer than the map makes it seem think it look like a donut I would I, I mean I ain't gonna say that one's stupid because somebody might think my like the dome globe thing is stupid but even moving so they're out they're right outside of they're inside the dome but they're outside of our atmosphere like outside of where we can breathe and see and stuff so like space is in the dome but outside the dome too is this, is this making sense so the moon is in the dome with us and we got a mini sun like the sun is big but like we is closer than what they say it is because how are we feeling all this heat Or it's actually the moon part. I can't get the sun. Ah, okay. It might not. The sun might not be in here, in the dome. The sun might be on the outside of the dome. But if there was a dome, they could probably regulate how much sun he came into it. Yeah, kind of. Have you seen this? image of the world no 
This is a more accurate representation of what. I know we were real close to Africa. Yeah. So I was like, does this wrap around or is this just like, you know what I'm saying? Because if we're a dome and the land looks like that. I mean, that would make sense if you're on like a boat or something because like the, the ocean don't curve for nothing. It's just flat and you're just going across the water. And people are like, well, how did Columbus sail, sail around the earth or Ferdinand, whatever, sail around the earth? He sailed around the earth, around the wall of the dome, like wherever the edge is. He just went around the edge. Like, yeah, he went around, but like, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's a circle, but it's not a sphere. Okay. <laughs> How do we know? We ain't been to space. They ain't even been to space. <laughs> they know they filmed that in Hollywood and said it was the space liftoff. How we know? They threw on that astronaut suit. They got tons of those in costuming. Like, how do we know? How do we know he was really an astronaut? He could have just said he was. People do it on TikTok all the time. I am a licensed therapist. How do we know that? <laughs> I don't know. Society is just built on trust. What if it was like that? Yeah, that confuses me. It's almost like you're looking at it from an upward view. What if we're all thinking the Earth is the same, but we're just looking at it from different perspectives? What if the Earth is everything, but we're just seeing it? from different perspectives. It is kind of rounded, but like, you know what I'm saying? But if you look at it from a different perspective, it does kind of look like it could be flat. You know, it's like, cause a snow globe, you look down on that. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? You think I'm crazy? You think this is kind of weird? Like it's kind of out there? Yeah. A little out there. Can't say that you're wrong. Can't say that you're right. I also can't say that I'm wrong or right. We believe what we're taught, but once you learn that you're free to kind of challenge anything you've been taught, really, if you like go back and try to figure out decent research, it's like, what, what were they telling us? Like, do they even know? How many doctors? or teachers do you know who really just got a degree because they could get it and not because like they really really you know what I'm saying they know some stuff but how many people like I don't know man y'all just be winging it 50% of the time this is this is what it seems like you know and I feel like scientists do that too to a degree there's no indefinite answer Right. And I've been on a plane, seen the clouds from above, like up there with the clouds and seeing the land and everything. It's just kind of like, you looking out from the plane, do you see a curve? You just, no. you just flying over like this? Just, Black land. So are we wrong? Bro, it's weird to see like the, the, the grid. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. See how lands is cut out. See, I can kind of see that when I drive. That's why I get confused, go, like taking that girl to school sometimes. Cause like, I just see all the streets crossing each other, and I'm like, I really don't know which one of these streets ends up to where I needed to go. All the all the other weather comes from the government <laughs> or God, if you believe that. I believe that God does a majority. They can't control everything, but they can do stuff to like certain places if they want to. I feel um, God definitely has his hand over it. 
he's got one way here, but it just wanted to rain today. A little breeze in there. Why not? And what did I tell you the other day? It's easier. Like, if you, if you're a Christian and you believe God has his eye on every single person on earth at all times, wouldn't it be easier to grasp everybody at one time if they're in a globe on a flat kind of surface and you can, like, see everybody at once than think of a globe rotating around and you can't see everything at one time? But it's like, that's the amazing thing about God, isn't it? Huh? Nah, let's think logically, too. <laughs> What's the matter what shape the earth is dumb anyway? <laughs> if you don't care, if it's really not something you're like serious about, then it don't matter. This is just an interesting perspective, I think, because instead of just being told something and going with it, it's kind of like, well, is it the truth though? Because how do they know? Well, we found the moon landing, did you? That's a terrible backup. I need more evidence. Do it again. Every time I see one of them little jet thingies, it's always at a curve. It's always at an angle. Why don't it go straight up? Straight across? Straight. Where's it going to? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was like a up and like a down, not like a what? You know what I'm saying? It's like a or they got somewhere to go. I don't be knowing their destination. I just know they don't go straight. No. I don't know if it's because they got somewhere to go. Or Hold on, the earth is weird and they can't go straight. I'm about to pull up a TikTok I saw the it was a minute ago, but at least I can find the videos that I already watched. ice caps are melting, the ice caps are melting, and it's like, where is that extra water going to go? Oh, it's going to fill our rivers and stuff, but it's just like, is it? If y'all were that concerned about the ice caps melting, then why haven't you ceased all things to stop the, the melting of the ice caps? Obviously, it's not a big deal. Nobody say global warming, seriously? Nobody knows that the Why is it called Colton? That scientists have uh, said that first. Uh -huh. Anything to make the, the earth being round sound true. That's what I'm saying. I can't find it, but it was like in Florida. It was like 6 a.m. and some space thing like made like a loud thud, like it hit the dome, like the out outer layer. It was like ding, and like a little solar flare looking thing came off, and like the sky was wonky yeah, for like. It's coming back down, or it's going up? I think it was going. Did you see it? No. Oh. I think it was going down. No. Was it going up and like bounced off? Something. Something like that happened. But I was just like. The fact that it's filmed makes me believe that it's real. And it's just like. It was a loud thud, dude. It was like when a kid runs into a glass door. <laughs> I was just like, huh? <laughs> like debris kind of fell a little bit but it wasn't like a lie everybody was just like what is going on like what 
we don't have that technology anymore otherwise known as we hit the outside and damaged everything and we can't afford to build another spacecraft of that caliber That's the thing. There could be one. We'll never see it because it's too far out of our atmosphere. But it's like, who can come in and come out? Of the, if we got aliens, who's coming in and out and who's controlling the passage of what gets in and out? If I was an alien, I wouldn't want to come here. I wouldn't want to come here either. It's like the fair. It looks cool, and then you get there, and it's like, dang, this is trash. Fun for a little bit, and then you're like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's like a carnival here. Really temporary. Come down. See how life is. This is what gets me with these spiritual TikTok girlies and they're just like, you chose this life, you chose this path, like, did I know? I could have went to Venus and I chose to come here, like, so, what, you know what I mean? Or do souls only exist on Earth? Like, to have a soul, you had to have lived on Earth at some point. I don't know. I don't feel like I had a past life. I don't know how TikTok and she was like, yo, I don't believe in reincarnation. Well, I didn't until now. She was like, um, I was pregnant and I had a miscarriage. It was really early in the pregnancy, so I didn't think nothing of it. But my nephew came along, like my sister had a kid years later, and he was like, yeah, I was in your tummy, but now I'm in my, I was in Bobby's tummy, and I was just like, homie, what? <laughs> That's, I saw this lady, and she was like, her um, daughter came up to her and asked her a question she was like yeah i used to do that when i was a kid and the daughter was like you used to be a kid and she was like yeah and the little girl was like i used to be a mommy and she was like what do you mean she was like i used to be your mommy and i was like what and she was like her and her daughter her daughter and her mama look real similar and i was like mm, what <laughs> some people are like i guess if you won't justice or you want something some kind of message to be passed on you'll come back like some kid was a black person in a past life but they came back as this little white little white boy i think but in the past life it was a black woman and she like had two sons and she like lived in chicago or something like that and this little boy's mom tracked down like found the newspaper they had died in a fire and he was like it was really hot when i left the last time or something like that and i was just like Oh, yeah. I was like, oh my god. I used to be like that. Whenever they would see like a little black girl or something. That's trippy. Do, do the elites know that the earth is just like a trial? It's like a free trial and if we jack it up, like that's it. It's not like a trial, it's like a one and done type of thing. Is it? Is it? I would hope so. <laughs> if, if I had to do this again, I'd be highly upset. It's like, what, how long can a planet be alive? When have you killed a planet? Who intervenes before then? Kill as in like asteroids? Meteors? No, like, I just think everything, like the planet just dies from the inside. Like the core gets cold and like the whole planet just like dies because there's no anything. The sun done. <laughs> the planet dies. Well, they've been, they've been talking about the sun about to burn out or whatever. They've been saying that for a minute. Yeah. How they know that? 
I didn't know how long the sun the sun been up there. having artificial sun for like years and they just run it out of the way to keep the artificial sun from burning us and it's getting too hot now <laughs> girl i tried to look at the stars last night so you're tell me why i tried to look at some stars last night now when i used to look at the sky the stars used to be white and twinkling even blue sometimes like a dark blue. Those things were swirl. It was like little little orbs, little. It was not like twinkly little stars, like the like nursery rhyme. It did not look like stars. They all looked like airplane lights. But it it was stars though, because I saw where the planes were. Could have been tripping. <laughs> I ain't think I was though. Why do the constellations never change? Why don't the constellations ever change? I thought stars die eventually. Don't they? Do they? Are they stars or are they just sitting in the, uh, the water? That's above us. The water ain't moving it around. No. Because heaven never changes. <laughs> That's why it's the heavens. <laughs> And it's too far out of our reach. Is the same star always in the north? Don't directions change? Does our position change? Or does the sky position change? Is it really a star or is it a planet? Do planets exist? Or did they make that up? Oh god. Are they just big stars? How are we gonna say Pluto ain't a planet? We barely, we barely a planet. Big unlovable stars. You can't tell me that you're some freaking looking stuff on Jupiter. Okay, it's like somebody went crazy with the coloring book. Oh yeah, Neptune and Uranus, they're these colors. How do we know that? How the gas turn to that color? Right. Saturn's got all these rings. Okay, so people probably saw that through a telescope, but it's like, where does space start and where does the Earth's atmosphere end? You know Google got an answer for that, but I don't know how they measure all them feet. What are they throwing into the sky to measure this? Oh yes, 28,000 feet. How do we know that? You got a measuring stick? meter stick you remember them yard sticks in like third grade and teacher thought it was something because they'd be like hey <laughs> just be slamming the thing on the thing <laughs> hey when you nine years old that yard stick is half your body size i'd be scared too <laughs> <laughs> well unless you're one of these kids for today because the hormones got these kids looking like 10th graders and they eight years old <laughs>
atmosphere is 10,000 kilometers away. Why does every other country use kilometers? Are people landing in to this, like the science is going to? There's so much of Antarctica down here. What part are they working on? I know they ain't going in the middle. And we used to think there was nothing but ice up here. Because it was like a continuation of that. Because it was always like the poles and stuff. But like, it really ain't that much. And it been scary to think about Loki. Apparently, all the aliens are in, in, in Antarctica. <laughs> what? Yeah. Because it's cold, like how the atmosphere is for them, and that's where they can thrive. So why is it even an argument about we've been knowing the earth was round for thousands of years? Let's look at these old ancient maps like the Urbano Monte. Keep in mind the outer ring. You got the world map from St. Severbetus. Is that how you say it? A ring around it. You got the Hereford Mappa Mundi from 1300. That's pretty far back. And he still thought the earth was somewhat flat. You got the Pietro Visconti world map from 1321. Notice the ring around the outside. That's a common thing with these old maps. We got the Virga world map. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that is, but there is a circle and it's a map, just like all the other old maps from the 1400s. Bianco world map with a ring around it. I mean, come on, man. You got the Fra Moro map. Mm. So you're telling me all these dudes were traveling around making maps and just making up the big circle around the whole thing. They were just wrong about that part. Have you made a map? I haven't made a map, so I don't know. But these guys made a map. Like, and I mean, in this map, it's got Antarctica at the bottom. Look how big it is. They're acknowledging how big it is. Even though they got this, uh, what does this look, a Mercator type projection looking deal. Um, look how big Antarctica is and you, it's not represented correctly. Let's go back to this one. You see down here below me, like that, that little sticking out part right there. Would that be the... The sticking out part of Antarctica that they try to point out all the time. And, you know, maybe he got the size wrong. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe that's it right there. I don't know. And you see this map. This map is not a crazy map. They all used to look like this. This is a flat earth map. Earth is flat. Now, a word from our sponsor. If you're looking at your phone screen right now, please pull up the Instagram app and type in Iris the Camper, because that's me. Please follow that account. You can see the inside of the camper. You can see where I live. You can see my mom's backyard, JK. And you can see my doll. Also, if you're interested in empowering and shifting and thought-provoking art, please follow my professional page brianna l taylor underscore on instagram brianna l taylor on facebook thanks so it was so it's easier to believe that all the continents were conjoined but it's hard to believe that the earth ain't a ball <laughs> They believe the bottom, like, okay. Is it? They believe there's a little whole portal thing where all the aliens and stuff be chilling in Antarctica. <laughs> so that's the bottom of the earth, and then you come back out at the top? I don't know if you come back out. <laughs> <coughs> what if the, what if Antarctica was a portal? Maybe that's not. That's why don't let people go there that often. Oh, man. But then they changed it. To 50 years like you're not allowed to explore like none of the countries can it 
can excavate or do anything on Antarctica for like the next 50 years. That's when the people, the old people in the office gonna die off and they're like, huh, y'all problem now. <laughs> like, homie. What? <laughs> 50 years? About 70. Yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Now how Alaska reaches Russia still confuses me because Russia seems like it should be way over there. How's it reach Alaska? That's way over here. Cause we'll start <laughs> and it brings it back around. You're right. But mental, I can't make my brain process that in a linear form. What? That it connect on the other side. I guess Alaska didn't shift much. Okay. Russia didn't shift much? A lot didn't go on on that side, I guess. So we all know that Antarctica is probably the most mysterious continent in the world. But there's a new theory blown up that's so wild that it might change your perception of the continent altogether. The theory suggests that instead of Antarctica being a giant ice continent at the bottom of our earth, it's actually a giant ice wall that circles all the continents that we inhabit. And although at first this might sound like somebody just randomly came up with this theory because they were bored, this is actually not the first time that this has been talked about. In 1892, a new standard map of the world was released called the Gleason map and it depicts Antarctica going around our continents just as the theory states. And ironically, the United Nations logo is very similar to the Gleason map as well. Now this theory actually gets much deeper because some people believe that if you make it past this ice wall that you would run into many more continents that are purposely being hidden from us. But what do you think about all this? I got a video of a pilot who claims to have actually went to the ice wall and have recorded it. I want you to check out the video and then leave your opinion about what you think about this theory altogether. Yesterday, I made a video about a theory involving Antarctica that's been blowing up recently. And now, I want to go into a little more detail about it. To sum this theory up, the theory suggests that instead of Antarctica being one giant continent at the bottom of the Earth, it actually goes around each and every continent that we inhabit. The theory then goes deeper and states that if you were to make it past this ice wall, that you'd run into many more continents that were purposely being hidden from us. Now a lot of you pointed out that satellite images of Earth should be able to debunk this easily and you would be right. However, it is not necessarily the satellites, but that NASA openly admits to running each and every one of their photos through Photoshop right before releasing it. So who's to say that they didn't edit, delete, or add whatever they wanted before we the people actually are able to see it? also found it pretty interesting that if you look at some of these satellite photos of Earth, for example, back in 2012, North America is about twice as big as it was in 2007. I already talked about how the Gleason map in 1892 depicts Antarctica going around our continents, but there was also a 1,000-year-old map found in a temple in China that not only depicts our continents within a circle, but shows over 20 other continents that we've never seen before outside of this circle. Leave a like if you want me to talk about these continents. But what do you think about all this? I got a video of some fishermen from Australia who happened to have traveled a little too close to Antarctica from where they were originally at. Check out what happens to them and then leave your opinion about all this in the comments. Oh Josh, they take, they take it seriously. What did they say? You gotta yield, you can't just fucking, if they think you're gonna charge them. We don't know for sure, but we think they did say So what do you think? Am I speaking gibberish? Or could there actually be some weight to some of what I'm saying? I guess we'll never truly know. Well, that about does it for another episode of Camp Ferocity. Big shout out to my sister Kaya. And thank you, as always, for listening. And if no one has told you today, I love you. God loves you. And have a very good day.